Why you gotta do that? What's up? Welcome to the Saying Stuff Podcast. I'm Chris. I think that's the first time you've ever said it right. I'm Eric. Like, for real. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Eric, too, I guess. We got two E's and a C. So, eek, we out here. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Hope everybody's having one, a good fucking time. This is the 1AM podcast, and you're here with eek. <laughs> you're here with eek. <laughs> Welcome to eek central. <laughs> What's your name, eek? Why eek? My parents are hippies. <laughs> right. They didn't believe in a whole like, alphabet. Well, you see, my mom was just walking down the road, and I fell out, and the uh, first <laughs> song they made was Eek. <laughs> Became the name. So. Scaring bitches be my game. Scaring bitches be my game. What's everybody up to today? I hope everybody's going to enjoy this podcast, because we're fucking enjoying it. I'm drunk. Nice to meet you. You only had two beers. Oh, oh you're on your third one now? <laughs> <laughs> like sounding like a lightweight on the internet. Yeah, I'll admit I'm a lightweight to beer and fucking alcohol. But anyways, uh, so what's one habit you want to keep, and what's one habit you want to get rid of? What in the fuck did you just? Ask what's me? one habit you want to keep, and one habit you want to get rid of? This is why we all need headphones. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, do you have any habit that you would keep and get rid of? Do you feel like there's any habit your that you have in your life? In your mouth. <laughs> Hey! Right. Fucking got you. <laughs> As he moves back away from the microphone again. But, yeah, it's like... I don't like shit right up in my face. So, do you have a habit that you like about yourself and then a habit you don't like about yourself? The, the habit I... I love my dickhead habits. Yeah, being an asshole? Yeah. Just like me. That's me, too, because I'm a funny asshole, but you're just an asshole asshole. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we can call it that. <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah. You're a funny asshole, but like I said, you just pull low blows. I do. I go straight for the nut shots. Like, motherfuckers could be just peppering the tip of your nose, bro, and you're just like, nuts. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> bet they don't fuck with me again, though. Hey, bro, I bet. But what's what's one habit you would get rid of? Since you like your asshole habits and it makes you friends and shit, what, what's one habit you feel that you got that you would need to get rid of? My uh, temper. Your temper? I haven't really seen you get angry, bro. I don't so really, it's okay. hard to say. It's I, I don't get like that. super angry, but like a lot of times, like I just like a lot of times, like I'll get like like a little mad over an aggravation. Yeah, it's yeah, not, aggravate. It's yeah. an annoyance, not really full on blown yeah. mad, just an annoyance. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand that. I got you. What about you, Eric? What's a habit that you want to keep and a habit you want to get rid of? Why are you staring in my soul? Is being creative technically a habit? If you're creative out of nowhere, yeah. If you have to force yourself to be creative, it's not a habit. A habit is something you do out of just doing well, it so much. I do it randomly, and I well, like, then that, that obviously have to habit. force myself sometimes. Yeah, that would be considered a habit then. If That's you're just doing it off keep. of mind instead of forcing yourself to do it, it would be a habit. And then being lazy is what I want to get rid of. Procrastination? Yeah. I feel that. What about you? Um... A habit I want to keep. Now, these are going to contradict themselves, and I don't know how to explain it, though. A habit that I want to keep is how wholehearted I am towards people. But a habit I want to get rid of is being so wholehearted that I sacrifice my emotions for somebody else's. Because I'm the type of person, if you're not happy... I'll make myself sad so you can be happy. I've always done it. I've always sacrificed my emotions to make somebody else happy. Even though I tell people never sacrifice your own emotions. 
I, it's hard for me to follow what I say, but that's just because of the way I am as a person. I wear my heart on my sleeve and shit. So I would say whole, being wholehearted is what I want to keep, but being wholehearted to the wrong people, I guess, and and not taking the time to understand who that person is at that point is the habit I want to lose. I need to get to know people more right. before I start wholeheartedly caring, you know, making sure that they're all right and shit like that because – for all I know, they could be a drama starter. You know what I mean? But that's and, anybody, though. That's, it's always hard for anybody to take their own advice. See, yeah. That's what fucks with me, too. Is like, it's crazy because I got homies that have came to me for relationship advice, bro. Now, mind you, my longest relationship has only been a year. The dude who came to me, his longest relationship been five years, bro. Like, you know more about relationships than I fucking do. But my homies still come to me and talk to me about shit. And I can help people out. But I never heed my own advice. And I don't <laughs> understand why. I never Same. understand why. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Being wholehearted is something I want to keep. Caring too much for people I don't understand is something I want to let go of. If you were to perform a duet with a famous artist. Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy. What? I'm sorry. I was in mid-yawn when you, when you asked that question. <laughs> if you were to perform a duet with a famous artist, who would it be and why? Mm. Oh, I didn't give my reason. Avril Lavigne's my future wife. Please love me. I'm just playing. alive. <laughs> <laughs> don't you ever play with my heart like that again. <laughs> Never in your life should you do that. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know who I would do a fucking double with. If I had to do a duet besides Avril Levine, I just said that because she's hot and I love her. Um <laughs> if I had to choose a duet, it would probably be George Jones. George old Jones. old bluegrass country. Why? Because there's one song by him that's one of my fucking favorites, and I can sing it like a motherfucker. And I just the words in it is what gets me going. It's uh, it's the emotion he puts in his voice and shit. See, like that's what's different between me and a lot of the musical artists that I've rapped with and shit is they go for that fucking pow. And like he said this one thing that made his whole verse pop off. But me, I'm not looking for your verse. I'm not looking for what you say, bro. I'm looking for how you say it. If you don't show any emotion in your fucking music, you're not making music. You're just making something people want to hear. I put all my emotion in music. That's why all my music is depressing, bro. Like, straight up. But George George Jones would probably be one. Or um, if I had to choose a modern day, it'd be Ozzy. And I want to do that fucking new song he came out with. Uh, what's that fucking new one with Elton John in it? I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Ordinary Man. I would I would want to do that because I think that song's fucking awesome. And it, it gets me choked up and shit. It makes me think about people that I miss I in my hate life. You. Why? Was uh, he going to say yeah, Ozzy? I was. <laughs> son of a bitch. All right. So I'll change mine because I know how much he likes Ozzy because I, I have another person in mind. Um... And I just lost his name. <laughs> say your shit and I'll say mine. Ozzy. Ozzy. <laughs> Is there any certain song you'd want to do it with him? Oh, bro. Under uh, under the Graveyard. Under the Graveyard? That's a fucking good one. I one, like of his, one of his new ones. Or um, what else? Uh, Suicide Solution. I feel that. That's off of, I think, Blizzard. I got or some you. shit like that, yeah. What about you, Eric? AJR. That's what I was about to say. AJR. <laughs> I knew that shit was coming up. What song by them, though? Like, literally any of their songs. One of the songs that, I, if I had to go with AJR, I would pick, um, what's the recent song they just came out with on the radio? Bang. Bang. 
I heard that one fucking time, and I looked down at my radio, and it said AJR. Bang. And I fucking, that's when I messaged you that day. I was like, bro, I just heard AJR, bro, and I fucking like them. Like, they, they got a good fucking vibe to them. It's that, and, like, I find, like, something personally I can relate to each one of their songs right. that they come out with. So, so am I allowed to do what in a rap song? Or yeah, is this just strictly? Any, okay. any famous so, artist. Now, everybody knows me as a technician and a juggalo. And most people know that my favorite rapper is Tech 9 But if I had to duet with somebody on a real level, it would be Jamie Madrox from Twisted. And that's because he has this one song called Tear Jerker, and it's about his life growing up as a kid and shit. Like, daddy wasn't the best, mama was on drugs, but she was doing her fucking best to keep shit together for the family. I would definitely go with Jamie Madrox, because he's got some real personal on deep level shit that I can relate with. Right. Because daddy wasn't there to change my underwear, and daddy wasn't there. What's awesome up? powers, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Who's one person that you most admire in your life? It doesn't have to be somebody. You That's a rough one. We ask something else. But like, what? Bit. I mean, I got an answer for it. Yeah, it can be like a famous person, or it can yeah. be like a person you say level. admire the most. Admire and what's admire the what's most. What's one major way they've impacted your yeah, life? Yeah, it's like what's one person that you've seen in your lifetime? Because there has to be that one person in your life, Chad. It's just like a rapper or somebody that just said that one thing. That made your mind click. Like, you know, I fucking, I understand that. I get that. You know what I mean? Somebody you admire that kind of made you change your ways to an extent just by what they said because of how they feel about shit. Jesus. That's Chad's answer. Don't (laughs) even fucking start with me. Do you have anybody? Do you have anybody? When you can't talk shit back so you just mock the laugh? (laughs) Come on now. Do you have anybody that you admire? Like it don't even have to be a famous person. It could be a family member or hey, a hey, friend hey. that you've been around. Is really not for no my friends are pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying. Uh, famous person. This ain't two thousand and nineteen, so I can't say a famous person. They're all. Well, I mean, you can say famous person, or you could say. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It could be the homeless dude walking down the street because he gave you some advice one time. But the reason why I ain't gonna say famous people is because Lash is coming out about them, and their morals ain't too. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't speak a lot on famous people because that list fully ain't came out yet. This famous person, all right? Oh, list dropped today. Right, he's on too. Oh, did you see that shit? I don't mean to change subject real fast, but you see that fucking tweet that uh, Tom Hanks made? He said, I don't respect anybody who doesn't wear a mask in this epidemic. And somebody got on his post. He was like, I don't respect anybody who fucks kids. I was like, (laughs) God damn. (laughs) Just laid into him immediately. I was like, eh. Hey, bro. But so who, who inspired you? Or who do you look up to at all? See, that's... It's a hard question because there's so many people you look up to. But is there any person that you looked up to out of the group that has done something majorly for you besides everybody else, even though everybody else is happy? Is there something it's that never, took them one step It was step never farther? something that they did for me. Right. Or anybody. It's shit that they did for You might want to be a little closer to your mic. It's shit that they did to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean you had to fucking deep throat it. <laughs> I was just letting you know that you kind of leaned back a little. But uh, on Facebook, I follow this page where it has like all like the 
artists and actresses and actors and shit. Yeah. And they, they a lot of it's when like they win awards and shit. Yeah. And you know they give like the heartfelt speech and shit. Just like um, who was it? I think I'm trying to remember dude's name. He played Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Like I think. He was the one I think yeah. he grew up in like an abusive household and yeah. shit like that and like he he was addicted on drugs at like fifteen and shit and have like have you seen his fucking uh mug shots of when he was fucking mm-hmm. an alcoholic and went through all that shit and he still built himself up off of that? It's fucking amazing, bro. Yeah, so I like I've heard a lot of that like um one I really liked was the rocks. I haven't heard about the rocks story. The, did did you not know that his dad was a wrestler? I knew his dad was a wrestler, but I was I'm not familiar with his the whole dad was a wrestler and told and his dad told him that he was never going to make it as a wrestler. Well, oh, not okay. only that, that he would never make it in life in general because The Rock was uh, like robbing places and was he everything really? as a child. I didn't know that. And then, uh, but they also did because back then his dad didn't make enough money f- for to put the food on the table yeah, as much so, as he needed. So he felt he needed to do to do something to bring the household what which the rock actually wanted to be a football player i know he did and he, That's why he was in that uh what's that one fucking movie where he's Tooth a fair? juvenile no he's a juvenile delinquent fucking uh co and he like all these kids get sent into juvenile detention or what the fuck ever all that called. tv shows it's not a tv show it's a movie lemons or whatever it's not a it's not a TV show. It's a movie. But all these kids come in and they've been they've robbed people. They've fucking you know all this shit. And what he does is he makes them care about each other by putting them on a football team and making them learn teamwork. Because within teamwork comes that connection with the people. Like at the beginning of the movie, everybody's fighting each other, and The Rock will come in and he could tell them, bro, like this is what the fuck we're doing today. Football, get the fuck out there. This is what you're doing. This is how you're training. And he got it to through by the end of the movie. These juvenile delinquents came together as something wholesome and changed their ways because they seen what people meant to them at that point in life, which the moral from the story in that is you have to value a human life just like you value anything that's worth a million dollars. You know what I mean? Anything you would spend massive amount of money on, you need to value a human life just like that. And that was the story of that. But uh, he went to Calvary, Canada to be on their football team. And then he got nicks from the team, and he only had $7, and he had to make it back home to Florida. God damn. Where he was, like, trying to uh, support his wife and everything. Right, right. And then that's kind of, like, what led him to be, a fi- like, him as huge as he is, because he was like, I got to work to be better. Right. I can't do my dream because I got nicks from the team, so. His daughter's also a wrestler, too. Now tra- she is, yeah. Training to become a wrestler. She's trained to become part of NXT. Imagine, dude, you go to wrestling camp and you sit there wrestling with somebody and you like, who's driving this nice ass at Bentley? And the dude's like, my dad. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson steps the fuck out. You ain't gonna know how to act. You See, with my look, I'd be talking shit to the kid. Like, you ain't shit, bro. You a piece of shit. You, you trash. Spots. And then his fucking dad would step out the car and be like, I smelled what the rock was cooking a mile down the road. I don't want none. <laughs> I don't need it, and I don't have it. No, my ass was just hurting. I'm good. I need to stand up. Let this alcohol work through my system. You <laughs> bitch. So is the Drink rock- with me, bitch. <laughs> so is the rock who you're choosing for yours? Or No, Robert Downey Jr. Robert okay. Downey Jr. Yeah, because that's what it started off on. Because of his demise and then his rebuild after his demise. I can see that. What about you? 
It has to be some YouTube artist. Because Why does it has to be a YouTuber. Because you're so fascinated with YouTube, and there's so many people you like listen to and watch that I watch also that I can see being your main go-to. Okay, but like, not. I got, I got a quick question. Like not, Good Mythical Morning, I can see you saying one of them just because they're outgoing, they're always up, you know, they're never dark. That's down why my list is so hard to choose, like, one person. So here's my thing. What do you look for as somebody to look up to? Like, like what do you... Like, I look for the be, person that's changed my life the most. So you look for more personal reasons. You yes. look for people that changed your life. But, like, again, with the people I watch on YouTube, there's a great list of YouTubers I watch that have changed... See, I think of, of see, Logan Paul. And see, I ain't going to sit here and say nothing against what you, what you look at. You need to get that tattoo you know, covered up. <laughs> I, I ain't going to sit here and say shit about, like, what why you look at them. But I think I'd rather look up to somebody that's been to their lowest point and rebuilt themselves back up. But every time Trump's brought up, it's bullshit. I'm just playing. Don't bring that into it. I'm just fucking around. But uh, then somebody that's never been to the lowest point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, I mean, it's it, you can't really compare to somebody who's been at the top their whole life because you've never been at the top your whole life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you built yourself up to that point, you have to have somebody that's built themselves up with you or has resembled the life that you have lived because nobody's ever going to connect with fucking who? Let's see. Nobody's ever going to connect with Bieber. Ever. He got famous at fucking 12, 13 years old. You know what I mean? Signed by Usher immediately. Exactly. (laughs) Like, nobody's ever going to be able to connect with him because he was too young to have to build himself up off of something. He didn't have a bad fucking life. You know what I mean? He had a great fucking life. But it's also not saying he didn't work at McDonald's to his fucking 37. I'm not saying he didn't struggle, but... I don't know. Come on, bro. You can't have a job at 12, 13 years old. Bro. So what the right. fuck well, I mean, we're not saying that he didn't struggle, but we're also saying that he didn't have to come home worried about is the day to day that I'm going to get kicked out of my fucking apartment because it's hard for me to make a fucking rent. True, true. Anyways, it's like the YouTubers that like have changed aspects of my life, all of them have hit that hard point. Right. And like have basically had nothing during that hard point. And they're where they are now. So, but the one that reaches out to me the most is a guy named Roman Atwood. I know who that is. If you don't know, he's a vlogger from Ohio. Uh, But he, when he wasn't, like, he just came out with a video, like, fully explaining his hardships and everything. But uh, basically, when he was in high school, he wanted to be a video maker, which is way before YouTube was a thing or anything. And then he wore to a factory six days a week. 10 to 12 hour shifts a day and uh someone offered him a job to shoot the the background the stuff that happens on a set like creepy pastas where they're telling the story and shit just like the fucking pictures go through no like like, the director cut type shit yeah Oh, okay, the stuff that happens you. in the background of okay. a movie set. Shit that you but, see behind the scenes. Yeah. Got you. So his parents, well, his dad owns a rope-making company. Yeah. So, like, his dad has money. But he asked his dad for a couple thousand dollars to move to L.A. to shoot this. Right. He got there. The camera he was using was a lot better than any camera they had on the production set. Damn. So he never even got paid for being there. So... Uh, he had to work in a factory while he was there until he came back to Ohio. And he was married at, during all this. He comes home, finds his wife sleeping with another guy. 
and they're married. So she takes everything away from him to the point where Roman's homeless and has to stay in one of his parents' houses. Damn. And I know he went through all that. I'm yeah. only, I haven't really watched him. I've just seen a couple of And uh, she took full custody of the kid. Damn. So he went from literally having nothing to having half of the custody of the kid. To having damn near everything he wanted from mm-hmm. nothing, yeah. And doing what he loved to do, which is make videos. Oh, yeah, good shit. So, that's why he, like, this whole year he's been gone. Yeah. Except for, like, last week he came back because I th- he, he hasn't really said why he disappeared. Yeah. But it might be some, some personal legal, shit. It's some yeah. legal thing. But, uh, like, I think now, I within the three videos that he, uh, he just came out with, like, my whole aspect of life and everything's like improving considering the stuff that I'm going through right now. So understandable. And I get that. I mean, there's my person is Robin Williams and a lot of people don't look up to him as an aspiration and shit because he committed suicide, but fuck you for real. If you think he's not a good person because he committed suicide, it's a great, person. but that motherfucking man showed me that you can still be sad even though you put fucking smiles on a million people's faces. And I connected with that because throughout my whole fucking lifetime, I've been not the only friend, but one of the main friends in my friend groups ever to always make people laugh and always make people feel comfortable and always make people feel welcome. And that's what Robin Williams was to me, bro. Like there was points in times where he would tell other comedians jokes to make them and he would walk, not, not even to make them happy. He would walk off stage and they'd be like, Hey man, that's my joke. And he would look at him. He was like, look, I'm sorry. I didn't know. You know, I I thought I made it, but I guess I must have heard it somewhere. And it just stuck in my mind. And he would literally pull his wallet out and pay motherfuckers after he got off stage for using their jokes. Like, that was the most wholehearted fucking man besides Keanu fucking Reeves. And I can't remember the other fucking actor's name who's too good for this fucking world. But Robin Williams showed me that you can be sad even though you make people laugh. And that's what connected with me is because that dude for years, bro, for fucking years, dude, up on stage making people laugh, you know, right? making movies that are funny, making movies that are serious and shit. Like, I, I heard something to where uh, part of the demands for him working on a movie is that they had to, had to hire local hom- homeless people to make sure that they would get money and food and everything. Yeah, Robin Williams was all about helping the homeless and shit. Like, he's a, he's one of the most wholehearted fucking people. You got Bob Ross, you got Steve Irwin, you got Keanu Reeves, and you got Robin Williams. Those are the... Ashton Kutcher, exactly. Those five people right there. Those are the five most wholehearted people on this motherfucking planet that are too good for the fucking evil we live in. You know what I mean? Right. So... The day I heard Robin Williams died, I almost cried. I did cry that And it's day. <laughs> because I literally, when I was fucking, I don't know, 15, 14 years old, I would get on HBO, bruh, and I would record every fucking stand-up special he had. New, old, old TV shows, shit like the old movies. I love Robin Williams. And it's because... He's the type of person to where, even if he's sad, he's the person that's going to bring you up. That's who I am as a person. I'm a fucking depressed ass person. I didn't like it him in Peter not. Pan. You didn't like him in Pan, really, or in Hook? My bad. It was a Hook. Yeah, it was Hook. I like the movie. I just didn't like him playing that character. See, like. and I can understand that. And the only reason I understand that is because Pan wasn't his age and shit. And you kind of had an older person trying to depict a teenager. 
which, you know, after you've grown out of teenage years, you can't really connect with teenage mindsets. But I like the movie. Uh, it wasn't the best fucking movie. I mean, I'm not going to say that. I feel like it would have been a lot better if he would have played something else. If he would have played somebody different, like... Well, see, that's the thing, though, is they had him as the main character because he's wholesome. They wanted somebody in that main character line that was going to, as soon as you see him, he don't have to say shit. You're just like, oh, bro, it's fucking Robin Williams. You know what I mean? Because just seeing Robin Williams' face, bro, made everybody's fucking day light up because it's just like, bro, he's so fucking, he's so fucking nice, bro, and he's so cool and calm and shit like that. But off subject, my fucking fault. Robin Williams is probably the person I would look up to the most because I feel the sadness, but I also feel the gratitude of making people happy. Did you hear that uh, Seth Rogen is remaking TMNT? Um, me and Seth Rogen aren't on good terms right now because he's far left, and I don't agree with far left but, or far right. But like just the just the way that he's doing it. Because he's looking at it more. Did you say TMNT, like yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's looking at it more as a teenage aspect than the. See, rest that's of it. not f- that. Don't work for me though, bro. If you want to have a movie that's going to connect a teenage aspect, you need to be a teenager making that movie or have somebody that understands that. Because being thirty-two, bro, you're not a fucking teenager no more. You know what I mean? I mean, he's probably like the youngest thirty-two. <laughs> Who is old it? Person. I mean, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, he he's just gonna make it where you can watch fucking where you can get super high and watch it. Right. Well, I mean, to an extent, I understand. Look, he, I he probably f- wouldn't do that for TMNT just because it's a kids show. But my main thing is, bro, like if you want to connect with I a younger age, Jays. bro, you need to have Jays. a younger character, somebody that that person can connect to. Because if you're just going off of your mindset of what the fuck this superhero thinks or what the fuck this fucking person does. That's not a connection. The reason people watch movies and the reason people watch or the reason people watch movies and the reason people watch or read fuck read <laughs> read Chris read it's the fucking word read. <laughs> the reason they read books and shit is because there's always a character that they connect with. Every movie I've watched there's been a character character <laughs> Where's your English? Fuck, dude. I'll, t- I'll tell you one of my. It's in this fucking alcohol. Is where I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what one of my favorite lines Seth, Seth Rogen ever said. It was in This Is the End. He's like, Look, I spelled J in J's. <laughs> is that the one where all the comedians are in the house together? It's the end of the and, world. And they all play themselves? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that shit. Dude, bro. I love He's it. like, So hold up. You're telling me. What's that fucking. Oh, damn. I had his name in my head. The one that's super funny, but no one can ever remember the name of. Hold on, bro. He's the dude who played the drug dealer in Pineapple Express. Oh, dude, I love him because he's like, he's like, I'm not gonna wake up dead tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, fucking, what's his name, dude? God damn it! Because there's a fucking thing he says in that fucking. What's his name? What's his name? I'm looking it up right now. I'm sorry, everybody. Why isn't he on the main fucking... There it is. James Franco. That's right. The fucking dude, uh, Danny he McBride. He wasn't... Yeah, he he was, was the drug dealer about no, Danny McBride. Danny McBride, yeah. My favorite scene from <laughs> from fucking... Um, this is the end or whatever it is. I've only watched it one time. But it's like... Uh, it's on Hulu. Fucking Danny McBride walks out. He was like, So you're telling me James Franco didn't suck any dick last night. <laughs> <laughs> and James is just on top of the stairs like, what? <laughs> you, you know, what's his name? 
Which one? Um, you got James Franco, Seth Rogen, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Yeah. Did you guys know that? Danny, did you know that he's on GTA? Is he really? Who is he? When he he does a talk he does he does a talk show on GTA. Is he the talk sh- one he, of the talk show hosts? Yeah. Oh no shit! Are you sure? Yeah. Like when you go on there, when it shows the talk show, he's the only person on it, bro, and he is funnier. Oh, dude. Than fuck. Danny McBride's hilarious, and I wish he would be in more movies, but a lot of people don't. Want him in movies because of his comical aspect. Because he's he the is, type of He person. is rowdy as fuck. Exactly. He's like us. Nothing is off limits. And that's the fucking... Not even gonna say it. That's a problem. Or or the uh, the black dude. who He plays the hot tub time machine. Uh, Craig Robinson. Yeah, The one dude. who plays fucking... Um, he, he gets me... The one who plays Daryl in the office. Dude, he's he gets me all the time, bro. Because like when they're talking... When we're talking about sharing everything, and like that one dude, he's like, "I want half your shirt." He's like, "You couldn't handle my midriff." <laughs> I like when he was down there pouring him a second glass of water. Everybody starts flipping the fuck out. He takes the whole jug and just pours it on himself. <laughs> All right, next question. Sorry, sorry, Eric. We just got off subject. We we're talking about <laughs> actors and shit and funny shit. My bad. Um. So, what is one like? point of like maybe not I know I saw it maybe not throughout your day but like throughout your life was one point where you have most authentically felt yourself why are these so deep today because I I mean it's gonna get people to know who we are as a person people really don't get to know who we are I I wanted to do something different than scary movie shit I mean this (laughs) I get it you may feel uncomfortable with it a little bit you may not but I like it just because the fans are actually getting to know who we are. And I people. get that, but I'm just saying, like these, deep, like these, like oh all, yeah, these are fucking like deep. one or two. Like I'm like okay, but then you're like every time deepest. I'm like damn, man, right? Are you getting, okay? Just keeps getting deeper and deeper. And you're like, bro, somebody will, will somebody take the fucking jackhammer well, away from this dude? Like I don't know. I feel like I want no, more good. deeper conversations. Lately. Which is I you I know? understand that 100. percent And I'm compared down for to that. just like what's your favorite movie and right. you know yeah, and <laughs> which I understand that, and I get I, I, I do I do have a question. And this is gonna be a ho- off topic. But off hot topic. Just real quick, I just I just have I just have a question. Who's That's your guy who's your guys' favorite office fan? Office fan? Fan, office character. <laughs> office fan, the box. Well, my famous office fan is me. <laughs> <laughs> off office character. Fuck off. Jim. Who? You like Jim? Oh, Jim's I th- I yawned and I heard, I swear I heard Jen. I was like, why? <laughs> who's yours? Mike Creed, bro. Creed or Dwight? You already know mine, though. Mine's Stanley, bro. He a fucking <laughs> asshole. I love Stanley, bro. He's a dick, bro. Have you lost your mind? Because I'll help you find it. Yeah, that's one of my favorite lines. Somebody posted some shit on Facebook. They were like, uh, if you're a real Office fan, post a picture of your fa- favorite character and one of their famous sayings. Most people can't do this. I got on there, I posted a picture of Stanley. I was like, have you lost your mind? Because I'll help you find it. <laughs> you you want to know what one of my, you want to know what made me love Creed, though? Is when Toby's doing the whole little um, attack, scream, and run. He stands up, looks at Meredith, dude, slaps her side of the head, screams, and darts out. <laughs> My favorite episode of The Office is probably when uh, Creed comes into, uh, when Dwight's fucking interviewing it or not interviewing but uh oh yeah about the weed the yeah. joint found in the parking lot and he was like what is this and he was like that's northern lights indica and he was like wrong this is marijuana <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like, oh my god. And then when the fucking cops came in and Creed was sitting in front of the cameras, he was like, I'm just sit here and act like I'm talking to you until they leave. <laughs> or uh, I like well, when he names off all of his fucking alternate identities too. Cause that's the best thing about Creed is he's so secretive. You don't know shit about him. I also like the one where he's like where oh, where Kelly's like Creed sold me a tapeworm and show Creed Creed's like that wasn't a tapeworm. <laughs> yeah. Or the one where she's like, Creed smells like death. And he's like, oh, she's talking about these. No, that these. was fucking Ryan. Because oh, Ryan got put right next to me. He was like, I don't know what it is, but Creed smells like death. And he, Creed pulls out. He's like, yeah, I got these uh, seeds that I keep in here. <laughs> he pulls his drawer out. And has, he's like, they're high on nutrition, but the smell is awful. <laughs> it was funny, though, because like, Chad spent the night last night. And Ooh, did he touch your butt? No. <laughs> Damn it. But like I was in bed watching The Office because I watch The Office when I go to sleep every night. I used to. Now that I sleep, sleep alone. But like uh, he came into my room to borrow my neck fan because it was hot in the living room where he was sleeping. Hot. And he's like. Why the then, fuck didn't you turn the AC on? It's still it in the fucking on. window. Turn that shit towards you so the wind kicks it down. He was like, are you watching The Office? I'm like, yeah. He's like, lucky. <laughs> You could have watched it out here. Anyways. But you didn't. Point in time where you felt more authentically yourself. I'm going to have to have y'all go first because that's going to take a little bit of a thought process. Yeah, that, that, that's a little deep for me. We got, do, we got, do we got something else? If you already know your answer, I would go ahead and say it. Just well, see, it. here's my thing. I, if he's okay with it, I'm cool with you asking something else because that's going to that's gonna take me some time. That's at least going to take me at least 10 minutes to think about. I don't want to be super depressing about it, bro, but my whole fucking life, that's... So, let's see. What else you got? <laughs> what else you got? That's... Like, I feel bad because I bring up such depressing subjects, bro, but it's just me. Yeah, you I are a piece of shit. It, bro. I know I am, bro. Like, you ain't got to tell me. I'll wear the fucking crown. King Petty. I'm out here. I stole hairbrushes from my ex-girlfriend because fuck her nappy-ass head. <laughs> she had fuck that bitch i was happy brushing my hair for two days knowing she didn't have the money to go get one <laughs> you treat done. me like shit don't treat me like shit and i won't take your hair he woke up he's like what hairbrush she used today <laughs> right, straight to fuck up i had three of them one was hers and two was mine <laughs> uh what small thing brightens your day Small thing mm. brings my day. Compliments. When I see my penis. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to look past that gut. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I was trying to manscape last week, bro, and it was just like, bro, I can't even see to do my shit, so I'm scared I'm going to nick my dick. Speaking <laughs> of manscape, we are sponsored by Manscaped. No, we're not. I wish. Oh, well, Manscaped, <laughs> if you want fucking hairy dudes to sponsor you and not be hairy, we're the perfect fucking crew, but I'm not getting rid of my head hair our so you can get our last that. podcast. And we got two views. We ain't getting sponsored anytime soon. Fuck it, I don't <laughs> care. You ain't got to sponsor me if you don't want to. But I fucking guarantee you, if we keep calling out fucking Men's Shave Club, they'll fucking sponsor us because I've they seen everybody. I have seen YouTubers that are wild, like compared to us, that are still sponsored by them. Yeah. And I understand that. I mean, have you seen their promos? Yes. Like, he's literally shitting on a toilet yeah. next to a bear. Yeah, and that's why I like it. Have you heard of uh, Mr. Squatch? Yeah, yeah. The fucking shampoos and shit, dude. My homie gave me some, uh, gave me some fucking um, balm uh, cologne. Dude, that shit smells good, bro. <laughs> it's good as fuck, bro. And bringing into this subject... I didn't know anything about Mr. Sasquatch or Mr. Squatch or whatever the fuck that brand was until my homie told me about it. I now, mind about you, it. 
I had never shared a post in my life about this. The very next day, I had a post telling me about Mr. Squatch. So if you think your phones ain't listening to you, you're a fucking retard. They literally Because are. <laughs> literally never in my life have I ever seen Mr. Squatch on my Facebook or shared one of their posts. And as soon as my homie brought it up to me and he gave me fucking some balm, they was on my goddamn Facebook. First of all, we already knew that Facebook was on some weird shit when they tried to sell you thongs and meth pipes, all right? That's Wish.com. Wish, Wish was trying to sell homeless people Dude, now. I have a picture in my phone of where Wish tried to sell me weed. <laughs> like, bro, yeah, I'm a pothead and everything, but I don't trust anything that takes fucking a month to get to my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was scared to wear your hats you gave me, bro. Like, <laughs> I was scared there's going to be lead in the fucking lining and my fucking forehead is going to break out and I was going to die. I'm not gonna buy weed up. They sell meth bubbles. Oh, yeah, Did you no. ever see that post yeah. I put up? Bro, they try do you know what a meth bubble is? No. All right, so when you go buy roses at a fucking gas station, they come in these little glass tubes. And the very bottom of it's a bubble at the ass end, and it's very slim up at the top. They call them bubbles. Crackheads call them bubbles. So what you do is you take all that water out of it, you clean it out, you melt the fucking side down, at least try to put a hole in it, and then you cook your fucking crack inside of that bubble while you hit it. Wow. <laughs> Wish tried to sell me a set of five. <laughs> that were multicolored? Multicolored yep. as fuck. I'm just like, damn, bro. I only fuck with green. I don't need the red, yellow, blue, and orange pipes y'all trying to give me. <laughs> Appreciate the offer, though. Oh, yeah. We, but I don't want to take my life shit. down that fucking road yet. But go ahead. So, Chad. Inspiration. No, it's not inspiration. What it's one it? small thing that gets you fuck, through the day. Sorry. It gets me through the day. Like, it completely brightens your day up whenever it happens. I'm going to go use the bathroom real quick. I'll be back. When I realize I'm at work and I get to see my bed in an hour and that gets me through the rest of my day. <laughs> or, or you know what brightens up my day, too? When I go to work, bro, and I'm at work for 10 minutes and, they're, and they start talking about VTO. Brightens up my day. I'm like, I might get to leave early. Fuck <laughs> yes. Uh, something that brightens up my day is just listening to music. Lame, I know. But, yeah, you know. a little bit. <laughs> it brightens up my day because it puts me in the mood and it makes me happy. Like, Katie always complains whenever she takes me to work about how I have to listen to my music before work. And it's a mindset thing. If know? it really is, I'll be listening to music. I know. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening to this podcast. Appreciate you. Um, don't forget to share it with your friends, your family. Well, not really your family because they probably don't want to hear this. Uh, and ho- hopefully this whole audio only is better for y'all than watching us awkwardly on camera. Um, and for those who do like watching us on camera, we are working on things to be on camera again. But we feel like the audio, only for the podcast, is a lot better compared to what we were doing. But anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, Follow, subscribe, however your podcast thing works, whatever you listen to us on. And we'll see you guys next week.